Okay, Andrea, today we are going to be talking about crime time free fall. And I just want to know, did you do the crime and now you're going to do the time or not? Let's find out. This podcast was created by fans for fans and is not affiliated with or sponsored by Hallmark or the Hallmark channel. I'm Eric. This is Andrea. And this is Hallmark Mysteries and more. All right. So crime time freefall. The description. Crime series actress Hadley Warner retires to a small town where she encounters her first real case. Using her TV crime knowledge, she teams up with detective Sean Caden to solve the case. Starring Lindy Greenwood and Luke McFarlane. Never heard of him. Is he he, uh, like an up and comer? Maybe, maybe. Uh, New to Hallmark. (laughs) Yeah, I hope hope he's successful. Yeah, (laughs) a little uh, foreshadowing. He was pretty good in this. So I hope he, I hope, I hope they uh, bring him back for another role or two. Ooh. Well, what about our overall plot enjoyment? Since that's our first segment. Um, I, I mean, I already released what I thought. So I don't know what you thought about this at all. So tell me on a scale of one to five, what are, what are you thinking? I know you gave it a five, which very high, uh, high glory. I gave it a Uh 3.5. And the reason I gave it a 3.5 Maybe misleading because I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just think there's definitely room to grow and tighten it up. Um, so for five, it, it had like I'll say cases. I think that just nailed it from start to finish. And how a case is uh, Mystery Lane is going to be better than the first one, I don't know. Or Nikki and Nora. I thought that was just so good. How it's going to be better, I don't know. Whereas this one, I definitely think there's some things they can do that will make it better. But the 3.5, I almost went to the 4. But there's a couple things that just held it back for me. But I will say I 100% left it going, I want more. I want another one. You know, please get, you know, two more of these. So... I don't want 3.5 to be considered a a negative in any way. So what were the things that made it a three and a half then? Like what I, were what was lacking for you? Oh, all right. Well, let's jump down to the lack. Okay. So for me, like first of all, I'll say I thought it was a lot of fun. And with Lindy Greenwood, I'm not I guess I'm gonna ignore you and just go with my good. That will then fall into the where I think it felt a little short. Lindy Greenwood, oh my gosh, she was so good. Like I thought I, I liked her in some of the rom-coms. And I thought she was going to sort of be trying to hang with Luke. She was hilarious. She like she had this sort of self-awareness of being not self-aware. Like I think she communicated, which is really hard to do with and like remain likable because that character could very easily have just been annoying and she made her funny and likable. Um, but like w- some of the places that I thought, and this was not her when she's calling out for Skylar, her assistant, it was funny once, maybe funny twice, but it just kind of got like, okay, that's a little too much. And I think, um, 
I, I liked it more when she went to go make coffee and she's like, oh, I don't know. Skylar usually is the one who does this for me, right? Where she acknowledged it, but wasn't like, Skylar. Now, I will say I've heard some other people say how they thought that was hilarious, how she kept doing it. So this is just me. But I think one of the things with it that kept it from being that higher was it seemed like they did so many times where they took it to the line, which was fantastic. And I love that. And that's what's so funny. But then a couple of times they just went too far. And I thought it went from being humorous to a little sticky or whatever. So it had a, just a few too many of those moments in there for it to be perfect. Whereas I thought, once again, I'll go back to cases, which I, you know, I guess jumping forward, like what would you compare this to? I thought it was a very much like a case is definitely a, a uh, comedic uh, mystery. And whereas that one would always take it to the line and just stay there and leave you teetering. Whereas this one a couple of times is tipped over. Um, the other thing I'll say, I thought Luke and this, this was sort of be a pun, I guess, whatever, but I thought he'd played a great, the straight man where he, you know, he had this subtle humor throughout it, but he wasn't the one who you're laughing at. Like you're laughing at with, uh, like Hadley, Hadley was just like a hilarious character where Luke was just subtly funny throughout the whole, the whole movie. So I really, really liked that. I will say also Bax, great character. I'd, you know, I want to I want to get to there and where, what you thought of him, because he he was actually a perfect example of one where I thought they did a great job of taking to that edge, but then maintaining like his you know my, oh this is my back my back it or whatever he called it you know for his basket kind of thing like great and then the kid came back with all right well you know get back to it kind of thing like I thought they played that really well. Great. The other thing I'll say is like, this was one where I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it was a great story, a great job with, you know, most of the characters. And then this mystery was kind of secondary to it, but that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, I, I kind of liken it to, while it's not a same type movie as mystery one-on-one, that's how I view mystery one-on-ones where I always solve mystery one-on-ones really simple like the mystery was not the thing it was all the characters you know it was travis and amy and their dad and everything it was such good characters that made that such a great great mystery and this one i kind of like i say it's the same thing I, I really got into a lot of the characters um i thought the story was great so it's that and then the last thing i will say i did not solve the mystery I totally thought I solved it. I was like, okay, it's Bax. He's going to be the, you know, the psycho fan who's trying to live it because he was just too into it. And I totally was convinced it was Bax. Okay. And then they teased it that, oh, hey, it is Bax. I'm like, see, I knew it. I knew it. And then it wasn't him. I'm like, what? what? So I will say it definitely got me. Now, how about you give it the five? So you I didn't did. have, you didn't have these like little things that pulled it back off the cliff for you. I did not. I gave it a five. Um, I had a cozy town. The ensemble cast was great. Cause again, when I'm looking at these, I'm looking like, do I want to go back to this town? Do I like the ensemble cast? Cause I think it plays such a big role in these movies. Um, I liked that they had that murder board and how they all worked together and created it. I thought the dynamics between Lindy and Luke were perfect. You know, she again is that bubbly over the top 
And then he is just this calm, steady Eddie, like ear presence. And so I feel like that was a great dynamic to have in a mystery. Um, I liked that, you know, she was that former celebrity TV detective and had to move to the small town. I feel like the teens played it really well too. Like, Hey, like we came from LA and you know, they're just like, everything goes. And then now we're like, Oh, wow. You know, we have to adapt. And I, I mean, being from a small town, I was like, yeah, I felt that like that kind of like, Ooh, how do we fit in here? And will we fit in? And, um, I think they even made a joke about like what people were wearing and I'm like, very very oh, yeah. much like the town very trivia vintage. night i was like that looks like my small town trivia night would look you know everyone's in their carhartt jackets and just kind of you know sweatshirts and just hanging out so i really appreciated that um so for me like i again i liked backs i thought the jokes i wrote that down i like the corny jokes like my husband always makes fun of me so like, like for me bring all those on. I love them. Again, I can see how people, if that's not your thing, you're not going to enjoy them. Um, but those all landed for me and that all worked for me in that regard. Um, so that was kind of my, and the quirkiness of Hadley. I know that was also when I was reading some people who didn't like it, they thought Hadley was too much. I seem to love the too much characters. So oh, I agree me. with you. I agree with you. And here, here, a counterpoint. So like, I like the quirky and all that too, but you're talking about with the kids. Like I thought it was great when they said, oh, wait, everyone's dressed in vintage, right? As they're in yes. their like crazy ass LA ultra, I don't even know if you can say that's fashion, but obviously very, very extreme LA wear, right? But then later on when they went ahead, and this is like I say where I think it missed was then when he's walking up, hey, you like country? Like that was just such a not that one like totally missed for me right where i thought it landed because what else are you thinking right. if you're from la you're like that's what you're probably thinking like everyone likes country here like that's that's realistic right. to me. Right. me that's like a realistic line a team would say to try to bond and be like hey we're in the country they must like country so you're going throwing it out there up to the rando and just be like hey you like country right i mean All in right. most nine times out of ten and again where i'm from that would fly and they'd be like yes we do <laughs> all right all right. Well, for like I say, for me, those are like the little things I just found kind of annoying. But for the most part, like you're saying, Lindy, the quirkiness, her over the toppy, I thought she, like I say, I thought she played it flawless. She was so good. So good. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the mystery? You said you did not guess it and you guessed I did completely not. wrong. Um, anything else that stood out for you for the mystery? Uh, I mean, the like I say, it was kind of secondary to it. It just sort of wove through. And I at sometimes found myself kind of confused as to like, wait, what? I don't really get what's going on with this investigation or like all of a sudden his wife and partner, best friend are having the affair. Okay, whatever. Um, so it just, like I say, it just seemed a little secondary, but no big deal. You know, the neighbor shooting him and now the cougar did pull him up in the tree right that's what we did discover and that's how we ended up in the tree like i i like those are some I things like i think that. so so i thought that's what it did happen and that's why then the neighbor came out and shot him because the cougar was pulling the guy up in the tree i don't know like i said there was just some like confusing things to it but like overall and then when huh. it turned out to be who it oh. turned out to be i was like okay and then in hindsight, and we'll maybe talk about this, like, oh, I guess he's been the murderer in every other mystery. So I, sh as soon as, like you said, as soon as you saw him, you should be like, oh, yep. hey, that's the murder character yep. for. Literally, like I text that as soon as he was on screen, I texted it to one of the gals that I always watch with. I'm like, 
oh, I know who've done it. And she's like, don't tell me. And then sure enough, I was like, because this guy is always, his name is David James Lewis. He is always the murderer in every, and that's kind of my trivia, which I'll save for later. But like, he's been on a lot of these and nine times out of 10 for him, he is always the one who is the murderer. So as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, this is kind of a quirky character. So at first I'm like, oh, maybe he's not going to be. And I'm like, and then I, I thought better of it. I'm like, no, this is exactly who he would play. A quirky guy who you're thinking, this might not be if you've never seen other mysteries, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that that's his character that usually right. is the murderer. And so I'm like, they're probably playing it like this. It's a little different than I've seen him play. And so I sure enough, um, I I almost thought, oh, shoot, is it Bax? And I I, I was hoping that because I liked his character so much. I, and if there are more, I want to right. see him in more. And so thankfully, they did not kill him off because he is uh, someone who I think is a great sidekick, a great comedic Totally agree. That can come in and you know be that um, just kind of friend and again the ensemble cast and I did I again I wouldn't mind David James Lewis the you know who ended up being the murderer his character was also kind of fun quirky he w- I would have liked to see him stick around as well but obviously he will not be um, but that was that was an easy one for myself only because again they just they need to stop casting him as the guy who right. kills every right. single time. Like said, in, hindsight, in hindsight, that's where I was like, oh, I should have based on that logic. You made me realize something else with um, about the Lindy character, the Hadley. One of the things that was really great about her too was, as I said, like she had this like complete self-awareness of, oh, I'm this Hollywood star. And so I don't even know how to use my espresso machine to make, like <laughs> I can't even make my own coffee, right? But at the same time, she had like a really great warmth to her, like where she was, like the people she met, she like seemed generally wanted to know them. Like when Bax is like, don't ask him about his banjo. She's like, (laughs) you know, I'm going to ask him because I want to know. And it wasn't like she was just being, you know, superficial. She truly just likes to know people and everything. And, you know, to go out, it's, it's, probably not quite as bad as if someone was a bagpipe player, but the banjo player is probably second in that hierarchy of annoying instruments. Right. So, you know, just be where she does that. Or when she's talking to, uh, was it Kirk? I think the guy who died um, or whatever, whatever, Sam. Okay. Like Sam's mom, you know, she's like, you know, I don't, I'm not really this, but, then, you know, it's just like the warmth of the mom just really please do this, which, by the way, that was one of the best lines of the movie, too. Like, you're able to understand and solve murders in, you know, 60 minutes, you know, more like 42 with commercials. Like, so awesome. Great, great line. Great line. Oh. But um, but yeah, that's the thing I really liked. And like I said, where she just really developed that character so great, where she had the self-awareness, but at the same time, she had just tons of empathy so what a great character she was and so like i said that's why even though i said the 3.5 may sound terrible it's not because i like as soon as it was over i'm like don't make us wait six months for another episode but i know they're gonna have to but i liked that that mom's um speaking of that conversation with sam's mom um i like that she also had said well you know, she's like, I'm just a TV cop, you know, why should I solve mysteries? And I love that she said, well, you've trained with the best for your show. I think that was because you always complain about this, like the busybody person who jumps into these investigations. And I thought they did a really good job of showing she wasn't trying to jump in. She would immediately call with any information. 
um, she was invited in from Sam's mom and like right. they explained why, like you actually have had some training and she wasn't trying to step on toes. Like maybe, you know, as we watched Aurora last week as maybe Aurora does. And yeah, so I think that they a did a little, a, <laughs> I know. and the same, garage sale, all of them. And so I think they really did a good job of explaining that and um, having that line set for people like yourself. I don't mind it, but I mean, Hey, Jessica Fletcher over yeah. there, she's solving crimes and you know, she could also yeah. be described as that sometimes, I suppose. Like this is where if you're if you don't like that character, this is how they kind of solve it away. But exactly because you made me just think of the one too, where when she first, you know, she calls up because she hears the gunshots and uh Caden's like, You well, you know, you know, gunshots echo off the canyons. And she said, you know, I've gone through gun training and you know, I know what it is. So she was able to establish, yeah, that little bit of the credibility. So right. She is kind of that, you know, character who should you be solving crimes? Probably not. But at the same time, yeah, it's, you know, you, you do More have a little plausible. bit of that there. So I have a question. Yeah. Have you seen, um, Carter? No. Okay. No, I, I know they had a marathon the other. I uh, guess week. I have, I, I haven't either. I guess it's kind of the same premise where there's a TV star who ends starts like solving crimes and things like that. So I had a couple of people who have said um, that Carter is a better execution. Someone else had said this. Castle to me. I didn't see Castle either. And so they so, said that was similar premise. Yeah, I get that. I get like, I didn't watch Castle either, but I know the thing is it's a mystery writer who, you know, gourmet detective. It's kind of the. Oh. That's what gourmet detective is, right? Too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was just curious. I didn't, mm -hmm. I haven't seen Carter, so I can't really. I'm neither. Don't know. One of the but, few I have not. But now, I know you don't drink the booze, but <laughs> were you wanting to sit on that couch with Bax and have his little matcha martinis? With I mean, him? I would just take a straight up matcha, is what I would take. Just matcha so, straight up. <laughs> I, I was thinking, uh, the matcha martini just does not sound great, but at the same time, like he, Marla is for like all current mysteries and things like that. My favorite sidekick. Bax is pretty darn close. Like he was so good in this. So good in this. Marla from Curious Caters. Yes. I think she's just hilarious. I think she oh. adds a lot to it. Um, she just creates that wonderful bond with Goldie. I think she's a great sidekick. Great sidekick. I have to think on mine. I don't, I don't know. That would not be mine, but um, I'd have to think on that. <laughs> well, what about romance in this one? Uh, how did the romance go for you? What, did you feel anything or a little lukewarm? <laughs> you know, uh, I see what you did <laughs> <Corey> there. <laughs> You've been waiting for like days for that one. I you know, write it down. <laughs> and I was like, oh, geez, I have to drop it now. <laughs> you know, I don't think there was any, but at the same time, I don't think it's bad. And I was thinking about this, even in the bigger picture, I don't think if like they have such a good chemistry, I think, and we've talked about that with like curious caterer, you know, going back to that, like could, you know, detective, why am I going brain dead on his name? It's not detective Steve. Um, detective it, Andrew Walker. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Walker, like Andrew Walker and Goldie. Um, Tom, that's what it is, Tom Schultz. Oh, yes. Could Tom and and Goldie just be really good friends through this? I think 
I could see this one too, where they're not necessarily ever romantically. There's always like a little tension, but at the same time, they just are really good friends who really support each other. I could totally see them going that way as well. But if they want to do the, the uh, chemistry and work it in there, you know, take a couple episodes kind of thing to build it up. I'm fine with that too. But in this one, complete i didn't i didn't even get some people talked about oh you know, you know when she showed up and he's there and she's like oh like she acknowledged she thought he was hot but i would say you know luke's hot so not 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 the craziest thing you know but in a lot of if it's a rom-com by the time she finished i guess she gave him water by the time she gave him water she'd be saying i love you so you mm -hmm. know slow burns are not bad i completely agree um friends vibes all the way. And I, I wouldn't be mad if they try to push it and in, into a relationship fine. But like I've said before, I don't need to have a relationship in my mysteries all the time. Like I'm totally fine with them being friends. Cause again, going back to a diagnosis, murder monk, uh, you know, murder, she wrote all of those old ones. I don't know about psych. I didn't, I haven't watched enough of that, but, um, Jessica Fletcher have... wasn't hooking up. No, like the very first, so this is actually interesting. The very first um, episode of it is the most tension she ever has with anyone. And then they dropped that because Angela Lansbury wanted her to be an independent woman and showing someone in her, you know, fifties and sixties as strong, independent, doesn't need a man. And that's what came through for the series. And so that first episode they did, and then they dropped kind of all of that tension. She had a little bit with Seth, you know, their, their town doctor. And I see this as being something similar. Like it can have, like, you can have that, like, Ooh, is there, is there not? I think right. that's a good way to play this series rather than forcing chemistry that maybe is not going to be there. Just right. have them be that friends. Like maybe there's something, maybe there's a little spark, but it's, it's not necessarily going to, we're not going to go anywhere with it. I think right. that's okay. Like Hattie goes on a date and Caden's a little like, Hmm, I think I'm a little jealous. Is right. he jealous because he's just taking away attention for him or jealous because he's romantic? Not quite sure. I think that, right. yeah, I a hundred percent agree. What uh, about characters who, I mean, there's a lot of fun characters. Who, who is your character corner? It may surprise you, but I feel very strongly about this. Brittany Mitchell, who played Carice, the medical examiner. She had a fairly small role. She was in there a few times. I thought she was great. I loved when she, you know, first met, like you had, you had Luke pretending like, oh, I don't know anything about you. And she's like, you know, oh, perhaps I love, by the way, how she did drop, how everything was related to one of the series. Like, are there quadruplets around here? Because there could be whatever. But, you know, or that's episode. But then, you know, medical examiner Chris, like, that's where I recognize you from. And, but I also, I think, you know, Brittany Mitchell's been, a, she was the sister in um, Checking It Twice, which I liked more than you, kicking off the holiday season last year. But she's just one of the people who I think is just a really good Hallmark character who could lead. And I always think as I was watching it, now, I was not 100% consumed with it, but I thought, how fun would it be to do actually like a spinoff? We haven't seen any Hallmark spinoffs where the ME now starts like, you know, was it Quincy, right? He was an ME, I think, where you have like the ME now who's off solving cases sort of independently and just spinning it off because spinoffs, look at like 
I I I, uh, I was on Peacock and I was looking at the uh, the schedule and it's like Chicago murder or not Chicago murder Chicago fire Chicago PD Chicago hospital Chicago like everything it's like they just keep you know that's what networks do there's seven million law and orders NCIS every city kind of thing or CSI every city so like the spinoff thing totally could work so I thought giving her with that Emmy character, letting her expand. Cause when she was on there, she was a lot of fun. She didn't overshadow anything. I would like to see her maybe be a little more of Caden sort of help her through the whole crimes. But um, I thought, yeah, I, I really enjoyed her. And for me, and if you go that way, I will not fault you. Bex was just, her Bax was just too obvious. I mean, the guy killed it. He owned it. So I went for a little, little more secondary role so what's really about funny you? i almost picked her um as well i as soon as she was on screen i'm like is that mallory jansen because they look similar and and me just her she reminded me of francesca yeah, quinn like okay. just that intense like her first dialogue i was like and they oh. stuck her in pants Ugh. and it was just an intense like oh and then i'm like oh it's not mallory jansen but she is this this gal is amazing as well and i totally agree with you there um, yeah, Bax was also on my list. He did not. I actually just went probably even more obvious. I went with Lindy because I personally have seen, you know, obviously all the homework. Wait, you went for the star? I know. <laughs> I don't usually, but I thought, so for me, this and is- I was worried. I was worried that Bax was too low hanging. No, that's what I said. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going very obvious, but this was my first movie. I really saw her shine in. And I, I think that for myself, I am now a fan I know people had said, I haven't seen anything that she, she's she been on outside of Hallmark, but I know people said outside of Hallmark, she I think she was in a show and people really liked it. Hallmark-wise, I hadn't seen anything that I really loved from her. And so I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, maybe I'm not like the, just the biggest fan. But then after seeing her in this role, clearly it's, it's the roles she hadn't been getting because this is where I feel like for me, she is now up here in one of my favorite, you know, probably comedic actresses. And that's probably the role she needs to have in more movies going forwards, because I think she really shined there and she needs that. I mean, she has the personality to carry it, I feel, rather than I think they've just kind of been pushing her down and making her a little less sparkly in those roles, because this one, she is that big persona. And I fell in love with her in this movie. So I'm like, this, this is what we need more of from Lindy in these type of movies from Hallmark. Hopefully they see this and you know, no, she can carry the screen and, you know, give her some of those more comedy um, roles on regular movies. It may, it's funny you say that because I was watching it and I realized that, and I, I probably, if I had more uh, uh, energy or whatever, I, I would go back and look, but I think I said in her holiday one, which I don't remember what it was called, the, you know, with, with Paul, Paul Campbell, Campbell when yep. he was you know depressed I thought that was, you know, that was actually a pretty serious one and dealt with yeah. a lot of mental health, which I don't think it was positioned th that way. It probably should have been over like Hallmark mis uh, Movies and Mysteries as a more serious one. Yeah. And I kind of think I remember thinking, oh, she, she's pretty good, but her role was kind of forcing her one way. And then just mm. as you said, I think that's the thing is like, hey, Lindy, you know, have at it and what's yes. funny is i had been talking to stacy the director stacy um hurting well beforehand when you know ever since round and round and she said that she this was coming up and she was teasing me and she was saying that lindy was so good in this yeah. and i i didn't have that base kind of like you i'm like 
she's not bad, but she's not like, hasn't been like that great. And like I said, I was thinking this was going to be Luke, Luke, Luke. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. once again, Luke was great. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. He, he perfectly played that character, but yes, like you said, it was Lindy show and she delivered. Totally yes. Delivered. Well, what about trivia? What do you got for us for trivia? I, I think I have the same trivia as you. Oh no. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go more, okay. but just 257 acting credits. I'll let you take over. Well, but, David, right? David James Lewis, uh, yep. I kind of wrote down the different movies that he was in. So he's been in a garage sales. He's been in Aurora murder. She baked and morning show mysteries. And again, the majority of those, he was the and killer. mystery 101 and mystery 101. Oh my goodness. So the I believe morning he was show, the killer in mystery 101 too, if I'm not mistaken. I think the only one he wasn't, um, unless he was in one of, I can kind of remember, but I think that was the murder. She baked that I'm thinking of, but morning show, um, he was the producer or I think on screen talent, um, with Holly Robinson, Pete. And so I think those two were kind of the co-host. And so he had more of a reoccurring role, but his character was a jerk. <laughs> so, you know, you, that's all we see of him. So that's why I thought it was kind of nice to have him in this more bubbly role because I thought he played it perfectly, but, um, usually he is not Mr. Nice guy on screen. And so it was, you know, kind of nice to see him play a not, I mean, just unfortunately he was a killer, but a fun, a fun killer. <laughs> if right. You can call it that. A banjo playing killer. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like 257 credits. Yeah. So if you're like, hey, I've seen this guy before, probably have. And he's been in several Christmas movies as well as right. you know, side characters. So I was I was scrolling back in IMDB thinking I was going to get back and he was going to be in one of those original, the McBrides or Mystery yeah. Woman's. I, I was getting back to that 2004 to say, was he even like then? But no, he didn't. He didn't uh, hop on the scene until I think Murder, She Baked may I think no, this was uh, first. garage sale, the very oh, first garage, garage sale. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, right. So what about any final thoughts? Anything that you have on your chest that you want to get off? Just like I say, I, I, I really enjoyed it. The 3.5 may seem a lot harsher than it is. And it's just because I think there's a lot more room for this one to grow, the characters to grow. The... I think kids, this, you, you were a little friendlier on the kids than I was kids. You didn't tend, like them? Well, I know you never liked the kids. Yeah. I was like, kids are a hard one for me. And, um, I liked rain better than, um, the son. I forget what his name was. I, know, I can't remember his name either. Um, I, I, th I thought, I, I thought, uh, they played a, a very good character there, but they were, like I say, it was just kind of, like I say, a little too much of those moments of over the top. And I think if they could pull, pull back just a little bit, I think this would be fantastic. Fantastic. And, um, but I guess my thing is like, I really, this it, it's also just set up perfectly to continue going because once again, she's got her, like all the mystery. I did 10 years of this show. She can like say, Oh, that's the, you know, whatever. You know, and, and it, I don't think that will get old of playing it. And I think it's got a lot of legs for for it. And then, you know, they'll, they'll have to get a new Emmy because uh, Brittany's off host, you know, solving her own mysteries and stuff. But. Well, my final thoughts. I love the line. Um, the boy said when he was at school, he's like, at lunch, I thought I was feeding a dog. Turns out it was a coyote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I found that 
hilarious. You go from hero to zero. And you're totally like, I mean, again, like who knows? There are some coyotes that probably look similar to dogs. And you know, you know, I just I found that to be a little clever line. Uh, I also found it funny when they when she got kicked out of trivia night and they were all clapping. I don't know yes. if they actually would do that in a small town because most of the time we're all like keep to ourselves, like we're not gonna be that outspoken. But I did find that funny for the movie. I enjoyed that they that they yeah, clapped as she was exited. Let's quickly talk about that scene. Yeah. So when she bur- that's that kind of my example of like a little too much. Like the first time she burst out the answer, right? I'm like, okay, whatever. She's ex- you know, she's ecstatic, she's enthusiastic, all that sort of stuff. Then she does it again. Like, uh, okay. But then she does it again. I think even like I say, self people who lack self awareness, I think would not do it a third time. And so I was kind of like, I went from laughing about her bursting out to the second time being like, all right, to the third time being like, all right, this just makes her like unlikable, which she was not. But then I thought they, when she left, I thought they closed it great by yes, then yeah. like everyone being excited. So I thought they saved the scene that way and like having her leave, I thought was great that they did have her. Uh, you got to go. You're just too much. I thought that was brilliant. You know, and the way she was like, her up. zero stars, not this is going right. in your review. And because she left the banjo guy review, you know, and I found yeah, that no. to be kind of a fun little thread that they threw right. in that. It, I mean, if you're over the top and sometimes at least I know these people who they sometimes just don't care when they're in it and they think, you know, cause sometimes people think they're being funny and then they keep yeah. doing it and you're like, no, oh, that's one too many. And you know, that's where right. I kind of, but they kicked them. her out. So that's where it right. saved it for me. Right. right. 100%. I thought it went too far, but they kicked her out. So it then justified. So Correct. that's oh. why, like I say, that scene was a mixed, mixed review for me. So. What about anything you recommend? I know you already said mystery lane. That was the cases of mystery lane. It was also mine. I don't know. Again, then, as we had said, Carter, you know, people right. had told us, um, or castle and I have not seen either. So I can't, and, can't speak right. to that. That's what I, that's what I was going to go with. Um, like I was even thinking like, Oh, you want to go with the, the comedic, you know, a lot of dancing detectives kind of comedic, but I don't, it's just not the same type. Right. Yeah. It just cases it. I don't, I don't want to, I know you weren't the hugest fan of, of dancing detective, but dancing detective wasn't like real clever humor. It was more slapsticky humor, right? Whereas this had a more clever, which was same thing with cases mm-hmm. where, you know, some of it may be overt, but it's still, like you said, right there, the zero, just that sliding out with a zero stars for the bingo or yes. excuse me, not the bingo, the trivia, the night, trivia right? Night, yes. You know, like little things like that, which, um, we're good. So that's where I think the, the, the castles or, you know, those, I guess they're kind of like those USA network type mysteries, like we we're talking about monks and things like that. I think it aligns more with those type of, of, of shows. Agreed. Well, um, do you have anything for fan quarter? I can share kind of my poll results, which were shocking. I, well, that's what it was. Just the little couple people who um, who who sent me messages. It was funny because it seemed to be all over the place. Mm. Some people really liked it. Some people were like, eh. Some people didn't like it. But then there's Georgia who you know talks to us all the time. Who she was like me. She gave it, but she gave it a a three point five when I first talked to her. Like the next day, she's like, "What did you think?" I, she's like, "It was just." Eh, for me, I just, I, I, I thought it was average. And then she read your review and she's like, 
no, you're absolutely right. I now give it this five. And so I think it's like the one which maybe needed to marinate a little bit right. more. Right. And then you like it kind of like Miss, um, Mystery Cruise was for me, right? Mm -hmm. As I told you, I watched it. I didn't know what I watched. <laughs> the more I think about it, the better, better it is. And like today, I'm like, I will watch it again right now. That was so funny. So I think it may have fallen in there. But that was my thing. Most of the comments that people had sent us just seemed to be kind of all over the place. I'm really curious as to how the poll came out. Yeah, I, um, I, that's a great thing that you just said about the, you know, how Georgia had said she had to think about it. That's always when I know too, because sometimes I'll release it and I'm like, actually, you know, maybe a month later, you're kind of like, I liked that a lot better. Now the, the Gilded Age one has not aged well for me. I still cannot say <laughs> I'm giving that any higher. But sometimes you're like, oh, I actually really enjoyed that that show I know or that Mr. movie. I know Mr. Island's high in your list now that you've thought about no, it. No, that's still not so high. That's probably a bottom barrel for me still. Um, but again, Dancing Detectives, I actually am like, okay, I, I'm okay with another one. Like, I really like the leads. I feel like Lacey Chabert is one of those actresses now from my the Scottish movie from Christmas. Like, she was high on my list. I loved that Scottish movie. I do not know why, but that one. I don't know like, why either. I know nobody really does. Like we always, we always have one of those where you're like, no one else yeah. seems to enjoy it as much as you do, but that's, that's the one for me. And so now she's high on my list. So I actually am looking forward to another. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying detective. like Lacey wasn't? Like, no, she was average for me. She, like she was just. Like her I'll bad take it or leave it. I'll say, I think with Lacey, her bad movies are average. Like I don't ever see her. Like she's just so solid in my book. Yeah, so, I could. I mean, for me, it was take it or leave her. Like I'm fine with her either way. But now, again, after the Scottish right. Christmas, of all the ones, that's the one that convinced me. Like I'm a fan. Um, but now coming back into our crime time, so the poll results: twenty eight percent of people gave it a five out of five. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Thirty one percent four out of five, which was my, it was great. 38% where a majority fell was three out of five middle of the road movie. And 3% was a one or two star. The movie was not for them. So that was shocking to me. Um, I think it was a rough weekend. Cause then I did the same with sense and sensibility. Also shocked at those results very much all over the place. Um, I know we don't review these, but I find this to be a very interesting poll. So 31% loved Sense and Sensibility. 19% thought it was four out of five. It was great. Three out of five, middle of the road was 22%. And then the next highest was a one or two star, 28%. So they, people either loved it or hated it. There was not a lot of in-between for Sense and Sensibility. So I found that to be, maybe it was just the weekend. It people either liked it well, or was like eh, about it so i all i'm about i don't know three-fifths of the way through it and i'll say i think the people who are the hardcore jane austen fans or like book or the movies probably are hating it because it's a hallmark 82 minute version of one and you can't do what you can do, kind of like we talked about Gilded Age, right? Uh, or Gilded Newport Mysteries. You just can't, they don't have the budget to do Downton Abbey or, right. you know, Gilded Gilded Age, the HBO ones. And it's a definite 
um, adaptation of taking it one direction of not trying to be true necessarily to the book, but sort of the intent of the book. So I could see how a lot of people who are just really Jane Austen, like you and I, neither of us are Jane Austen people. So we can look at it through a different lens, but I have a feeling if you are a hardcore Jane Austen person, you probably have issues with it left and right. And this isn't, this isn't like a great Jane Austen movie. That's a great point. So. And there's enough people who also like us or tired, you know, like we're, yeah. I could take it or leave it. And so by the fourth movie, you're kind I'm of like, you. all right, I'm over the period pieces. And it's an actual one where I've never read it, never seen it. I have no ties to it. I can definitely see why that, you know, there's going to have more people in that one star camp or just three, for, like for me, it was a three out of five. It was fine. But again, if I maybe watched it or had some frame of reference, it would be higher. Um, but I'm ready to move out of the Jane Austen I'm, era. I'm with you. It's uh four in a row. A lot. And it, having it the Gilded Age mystery too. So you're just, it was a lot of period pieces this month for Hallmark. Um, so maybe, I mean, that's probably a great learning thing for them of like, did it work? I feel like you kind of lost steam by the end of the month for people if that was not their thing. Right. Um, so for us, kind of what's next, uh, we don't have a new mystery until March 15th, Crimes of Fashion, Killer Clutch. I, did you see the preview for it? I No, I've seen it out. Um, it looks, I have to I actually it watch it. cute. I watched it I while did. I was watching in a, uh, the movie this past weekend, and it looks cute. The poster oh, they have for it is also- I watch- I watch um, on Peacock, so I did not see the commercial. So they they did I the paused preview. it, so I didn't fast forward. I actually did. I'm like, let me just actually sit and watch this preview, um, just to see what I think. And it looks cute. So I, I have to say, just from what I've seen, and I, like I know Brooke Dorsey is not your your favorite. I like her a lot. Again, more than I mean, you do. I could t- same as Lacey. Like she can. I love some of the movies. Sometimes not. I, I'm an Aaron Cahill. I like Mallory oh, Jensen. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I, mean, I Brooke Burns. I enjoy. Oh, so I'm Jessica Fletcher. I guess all of those females and Jessica Fletcher, they're all strong, independent. Like those are the. So maybe Brooke will be that character in this movie, and I'll be like, "Hey, yes, love it." So we'll see. Yeah, I think um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good once again it'll be the fourth new mystery that they've released wow. and i just looked over since mystery 101 i think this um the last mystery 101 which was 2000 like spring 2022 there's been 14 new mystery this will be i think be the 15th new mystery um that hallmarks released so you know give them him credit there's the news that about the new aurora tea garden um yeah. that's coming out I'm excited, um, I'm excited i'm excited for that a lot of people just complain because they don't quite get that as a prequel i was reading i was going back and just reading some old things as getting ready for it and people are complaining that scholar samuels is too tall i'm like seriously she's not candace cameron beret they're not oh. trying to pretend she's candace cameron right. beret she's right. whatever and oh. just things like that, or people just don't quite get that as a prequel. Um, but no, I'm excited for that. We obviously are getting more Curious Cater, we're getting more Hannah Swenson. So we're also getting some Dancing of Dancing Detective. Rare. 
dancing detective there's cases um, cases so they are starting to continue which i think they need i mean we need that two to three movie to really just as this one i feel like the movie you know our crime time that first movie as you said the mystery was kind of secondary i'm i don't mind in a first movie because they're laying the groundwork for these side characters for us to be invested in more i think you do have to do that a little bit in the first movie or so so we can you know say hey i actually like who they've set out as people who are going to be in these reoccurring movies, we become more invested rather than heavy on the mystery, light on the people. And then I, I'm trying to think, maybe that's where Curious Cater maybe lost me a little as they went heavy on the mystery a little bit, lighter on the outside people and the, on the supporting cast. And then I feel like they've maybe righted it's, that ship a little bit. Right. So that was the thing is the first one, and that's what we talked about. The first one was just definitely in the mystery. Yeah. And then the second one is where I thought they started developing characters developing the characters a little bit more and then they whatever some people like the you know later one i think the second one is is my favorite growing season has been my favorite one of all but so well let's jump in the pond let's jump into the pond i know you're excited so the way home episode five long time gone uh, Founders Day in Port Haven brings up memories for Dell, Cat, Alice, and Elliot. So let's start with what you actually liked this week. <laughs> Don't worry, my list is kind of short. So what do you got? That we're one more episode closer to the season being over. Okay. Okay. Well, what I liked is not much better. Thomas Coyle in the pond. That was a highlight for me. Uh, and then the medicine oh, woman scene. Wait, so Those were my highlights. <laughs> We're going to buy him. Uh, I will say, okay, a little twist that the coil guy who seemed to be bad, yep, kind of laying the groundwork that maybe he's not bad. So okay. that seems that's like kind of an interest, you know, whether or not he's naked in a pool or, or pond or not. That was a nice little twist there. That okay, this bad guy maybe he's not bad, and so the things that we have assumed maybe are not correct. So I'll give there you go. There, that's my highlight of 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 the season or the episode. What didn't you like? As you know, I've complained about Kat quite a bit. And then just the way it ends, she has all the self-control of a golden retriever. Like she just, there's Jacob, I'm going to run out there. And like all she's done with her little dips in the pond is just grew her entire family. She kills her dad. Now she sends Jacob off to, I don't know, the guillotine or something like that. And like, she's just the worst. And she has, like we're talking about, about Hadley has like no self-awareness, but awareness of her lack of self-awareness. She has none. She just is clueless as that. She's just a wrecking ball going through time. And, it's just seeming like more and more like some sort of show for 16 year old girls with the way that it's all going. It just seems like a very YA story with the 1812 stuff. And Hmm. I don't know, it's just losing me on a rapid pace as the Hallmark cafe folks are said, Hey, do you want to come, you know, on and talk about that? I'm like, 
I really don't because one of the things that's great about your guys' podcast is you guys really like to keep things positive. And I just can't. And I don't want to, you know, come in there and just realize. Yeah, I do like to, I do like, I do like to, and it really does pain me because I do like to, you know, even the ones movies that we haven't liked, like to call out the things that I do like about them and say there there is a lot to like, and maybe others would like this. I just really have to say in this series, it's definitely season more, definitely season two more than season one. Struggle with finding like Elliot. I just find him like such a mopey. Come on, just get on with it, Elliot. Like, I, I, very little redeeming that's going on. Yeah, that's the same. I mean, for me, um, I found one of the lines, like Alice was talking to her mom, like she's trying to find her purpose in the pond jumping. And so she was trying to get her mom and Elliot together. And, you know, Kat said, that's not your job and whatever. But like, as your daughter's telling you this, clearly she's hurting. And she's, again, she said she's trying to find her purpose. And then she's just like, go, go jump. You know, Alice tells her mom, go back, jump in the pond, find Jacob. I don't know, as a mom, I'd be like, no, actually I need to stay here with you. Like you are clearly hurting. You need my attention right now. So I don't scar you for life by just saying deuces. I'm going to go jump in the pond and try to find my brother who at the time she still hadn't found. Like, But that requires self-awareness, which she's mind boggling, mind boggling. Um, and then for me, what I didn't like the ending. So, okay, we got to see Jacob and then there he goes again. You know, I just feel like this is going to be our kind of thread is, are we just going to be chasing Jacob now from like, oh, we almost see him. And then for season three, now he's off in another land because he got pulled and somehow got into the pond, but then they don't end up together. And now we're going to be jumping into another realm next season. And that's kind of my fear of like, is this what we're going to be? Is this what we're going to be doing? What about standout performance? <laughs> we didn't get to see the horse, so I don't have one. Yeah. Oh. Well, mine was Thomas Coyle bathing in the pond. That was the standard. <laughs> I will say though, there was the the neighbor guy who's going around uh, dating all the women in the town. He's kind that is that's also kind, that's kind of funny. And well, the, yeah, him and Del hopped in and, the the water as well. And her oh, that was the bikini or the the underwear scene. I assume. Yes, right? I'm assuming so too. Yeah. Which for the hubbub of people like, oh no, know, whatever. Right? Yeah, whatever. But Same. um. The uh, the interesting thing was it was like hilarious because her friend is like, oh my god, can you believe that she's or he's going out with every single girl, la la la, and then the next thing you see her out with him. So I mean, I guess that's kind of funny. Um, what are you hoping is coming or hoping is not coming? I hope that some kind of what we've just been talking about, Cat, just has this realization that she is ruining the past, ruining the present. And I, even when they, they do the glimpse of it, like I need to stay where I'm at. I need to not be the pawn. Like she'll like make the thing and then just reverts in the same breath kind of thing. I just, I don't know. The, the pond needs to get, like someone needs to go pour some concrete in it and fill it in. Oh, well for turn me, it into a I... turn it into a nice tennis court. Or pickleball. Pickleball is very popular these days. Let's turn it into a pickleball court. I'm a court. tennis player. Tennis, I know you are. Tennis. I know, but pickleball is the rage. Let's turn it into a pickleball oh. court. Well, I hope that um, we see more Thomas Coyle, which it looks like we will. And I feel like, again, like Kat 
feels better matched love or romantically with Thomas Coyle than with Elliot. And um, I know, I think there were some teasers out there and I, cause I wrote that down as soon as I watched the episode, I was like, uh, yes, please have Kat fall in love with him and just stay in the 1800s My and Catherine. let Dell raise Alice. <laughs> like that's where I feel like this, or even go back with her, with her father to Minneapolis um, and just have some, some good therapy and work through everything Perfect. that Alice, poor Alice saw. I'm down um, with that. I'm down. That, with that sounds, and then she can be with Jacob and that's what she's wanted clearly. So that sounds like a great wrap up to me. Okay. Any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, th- no, I'll just go back to Elliot. Just like when they get together and they start having their little dance and then he throws his hissy fit over his, like the smallest of details. And so annoying. It's like, yes, it is. So annoying. It is. I'm like, wow, are we again? Like, like I used just... to, I used to have sympathy for the guy and now I, I don't. No, no. So they've, I have made, a question. they've made him unlikable. I think this season. So in your polls and things like that, have you or just your conversation do you know like how or do people like these characters because that's my thing i start i guess i'm struggling with just liking any of them and that makes it really hard to enjoy a show and it's not like it's not the actors because i don't think it's the acting issue it's like the material they're dealt with um i was just looking at my poll results for i just put it up this morning so it's a very new one for the way home what are what are people thinking still and again it's all over the map a lot of people their highlight which is the same as mine thomas coyle is the highlight um i need more thomas coyle is the top answer at the current I mean, again we're only three hours into the poll uh and then the next highest answer is i still have no idea what's happening which i don't know if that's a good sign for your show if the majority of people are super confused because you have to have a little buy-in and I've discovered kind of my final thoughts on that is I don't know if I like time travel shows I thought I did but um you know like I was watching Loki and it's kind of a I gotta sit down and I'm trying to watch it it's also very time travel heavy and they have a little animated clock now and um the other time travel shows or even movies that I've seen I'm like you know what I like it in theory but then they always lose me. At some point, I'm just kind of like, and I'm done. So I feel like that's kind of where I'm at with this is I can hang on for a little bit, but then it just gets so convoluted and you have to really have that buy-in. And I don't think I'm probably that ideal audience for time travel shows is what I'm learning. I guess I Do you just, like time travel shows? Yeah, I have no problem with it. I just like ones that are, I guess I have characters that I like. That's my- okay. That's my thing. It's not the time. Like I could deal with the time travel. Uh, I, I just don't like the character. Like I say, cat going there. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Like, I mean, come on. It's like I said, golden retriever with a tennis ball. That's what she is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of anyone. I was like, I don't have anyone that I'm like, oh, I still am in loving this character that was from the first season. Probably Brady, the dad. Like, I like him more this season. <laughs> and he's only been in one episode. I was so going to say, just because you never see him. And uh, little yeah. little pat on the head, Brady. Good lawyer, good lawyer. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, Dell, I don't mind, but I don't think they're really giving Andy McDowell anything to work with this season. Like, you have Andy McDowell, who's amazing, and mm-hmm. you're not give her something so she I mean let her take something so she can hold her own with the show because I feel like that could help balance out some of the energy that cat and a little bit of Alice which of course she's a teenage girl Alice should have that 
kind of angsty vibes. Kat should not at this stage in her life. She right. should be a little more right. settled. And so having Dell have that presence, I think would have helped balance some of the the angstiness that we're getting from two teenage girls, essentially. And I'll say just Andy McDowell doing the underwear scene, which is obviously more hype than reality, oh, but sure. kudos for, I, she's somewhere in her 60s, you know, power to her. You know, they didn't go with the young 20 something, you know, boom, Andy, yeah. great, great job. Looks fantastic. And, you know, just the confident, all the confidence in the world. So, and yeah. so I, I thought that was, that was great. Well, we're looking forward to more next week. Um, so we'll see. I mean, you're going to be halfway through the season, basically after next week, over halfway. So, and if it wasn't for you, I would have, like I said, I would have quit after three, just like I did the first season. I don't know if I would probably keep going. I might've pooped out myself. How far did, how far did you make it on ride? Did you make it through the whole thing? Oh yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. At this point, I'd probably watch ride over this second season ah! only because I like the farm aspect. Again, bailing hay was one of the highlights and that I can relate to that. I've bailed some hay and my brothers did not tell me until after we were done throwing hay bales. He goes, man, I'm surprised we didn't see a snake. And I hate snakes because apparently when you throw hay bales, snakes are living in the, in the bales. And so we I said often when you throw them, like a snake will come out. And um, I was like, well, I am glad you waited until the end to tell me this. And I also learned if you're throwing hay bales, you need to be wearing jeans. I was wearing shorts and those, the hay bale, it didn't hurt when you were doing it. But after the fact, my arms and my legs were so scratched up from that hay bale straw I mean, again, my brother's like, that's why, you know, us farmers are usually wearing the pants and, you know, long sleeve or at least something to protect the forearms because let me write this down scratched or next time time you're yes. So I told him, I'm like, now I know there are snakes and wear long sleeves and long pants. (laughs) So as you did the flashback little moment there, you just remind me, let's end the, let's end on a high note, (laughs) going back to um, crime time. One of the scenes also that was just brilliant and just very, I thought, understated, and that's what made it so funny, was the skydiving scene when she's like, I'm skydivering. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, what is the, that's what they call it if you're in the know. And then Luke's sort of oh. back there to those to those other, you know, women who are watching. Oh, she's skydivering. You know, that's what you call it if you're totally there. But it reminded me. So when I when I went skydiving way back in the day. Um, it was hilarious because I had the jumpsuit. You go through your like little quick training of like a half hour before they throw you out. And I did, you know, the thing with the guy on my back. And I remember they were, I, I paid to have it filmed. And so the guy's filming me and I'm walking sort of my little top gun cool walk as I'm going to the plane. The plane was actually John Travolta's old plane that they had gutted out. It was like a DC 10 or something like that. So they had gutted out it used to be his plane. And I'm, like you know, once again, walking all tough. I'm 24 years old, I think, or 23 years old. And then it shows the pan from the back in the jumpsuit I'm in has a big rip up the whole <laughs> ass in it. So it's like my ass is hanging out and I'm like walking, no idea, thinking I'm all tough. And so when you see oh the video God, and I show the video of that, yes, it's hilarious. And then when I went skydiving, I get in the plane and I'm like, of course, scared completely but you can't let anyone know that because i went with a whole bunch of people from work and we essentially were the whole thing and then i told the guys the thing with the guy on your back i'm like hey when we go out i want to do a barrel roll and then i was expecting when you get to the door 
like to be scared, like, oh no, I'm about to propel out of the plank. So you, when you're in the practice thing, you're like one, two, three, jump. It's like this very methodical thing. When you actually get to the door, like once you think, oh, and like <laughs> literally you have no time to think and your my brain just shut off. So I had no idea. Like, I don't even remember really leaving the plane. I remember just sort of like <laughs> walking up to it going, okay, I'm going to, I'm about to get really scared and don't chicken out. And the next thing I know, I'm like 12,000 feet in the air, right? Totally. The only reason I know I did the barrel roll is because later I saw it, you know, ripped okay. pants and all on the, uh, on the video. I don't remember leaving the plane and then you get out and then you're supposed to do this thing where you like wave your hands over your head when you hit 12,000, I think it's 12,500 feet or 6,500. I forget what it was, whatever the distance when you pull your parachute. Right. And so I'm going and then I look at my little altimeter thing on my chest and I do the little sign like parachute time, but I don't pull my parachute. So then I look at like my altimeter again, like what happened? Like clearly I forgot the whole pulling the parachute thing. So the guy on my back, you see him like sort of like laugh and he had to pull it and you can see the look on my face is just like, oops and whatever. So it's hilarious. And then you just sort of coast down and all that. But it was just funny because it was this thing when you're supposed to be like all tough and cool. And I was pretty much as like a, a loser geek as it could be you know the rip pants forgetting to pull the thing no no recollection of leaving the plane and you hey, know, at least you have it on video though <laughs> yeah yeah and so then i got to see but yeah when you show the people they can all see like Holy okay goodness. you're kind of a dork here and stuff and then the other the last thing is and this is probably more of an issue for guys and girls you really need to make sure you're properly positioned because as soon as you pull that parachute you've got the harness and oh, yeah. all of the weight is on upwards. that. And yeah, if you're not properly there, it is not the most comfortable thing, you know, as you're coasting. But it's the weird thing is, if anyone hasn't skydived and is th thinking about it, you think like you had this like crazy feeling like you're propelling, like falling to earth. You actually feel really in control. Like you can move an arm and turn and the earth never feels like it's really getting like that much closer because you're so high up before you pull it. And then once you pull the parachute, it's really slow and peaceful as you glide down. So it was, like I said, it was the scariest moments were a getting on a plane that's like completely gutted. And then two, as you're like saying, okay, we're going to jump now, like all that pre stuff, then you're out. And like I say, it's just weird how in control you can feel as you're plummeting, you know, to earth. Now, provided that's your parachute does work. <laughs> Obviously, if it didn't, that would be a very different experience. But so, but yeah, it was. Oh. It was well, it, I'm glad you made it. Glad you yes, made it. But that scene, made. that that's scene awesome. just was going back to, to the movie, just cracked me up because how she was this. And then she's like, no. Yep. Nope. Not, not happening. <laughs> not happening. And then it just, that whole scene, like their interaction, that, like it was just subtly, hilarious they didn't have to go over the top and yet it was hilarious so we'll leave on that note love it all right it's been a pleasure oh. all right i'm done podcasting ditto have a good day you too